0: Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and today we have another lovely Australian lady. Australians are taking over my podcast. I'm not complaining. I love it. I'm so, so excited to have this lady on. Um, I didn't actually know she listens to the podcast, which is like crazy, absolutely crazy. But um, we have literally been chatting for the past like 20 minutes and I just thought, hang on, we need to actually press record. (laughs) So welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. We managed to sort out the time difference, which is always like a worry for my for myself. So, yeah, I don't know if you want to give, I guess, an insight into your competing background. Um, and, yeah, we'll kind of just take it from there.
1: Cool. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Um, I actually found your podcast last year when I competed for the first time. And you're in that stage where you're like, what the hell am I getting myself into? <laughs> I need to absorb anything and everything I can about this. So that's when I started listening to your podcast and got heaps of awesome insight around what I was actually about to step into. So thank you for that. And thank no you worries. for having me on the podcast. No, you're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, as I said, I competed for the first time last year in Australia in the WBFF Federation. And it was kind of like the the idea to compete, I guess, it was. I was surrounded by the fitness industry. I was surrounded by people who were very focused on their health and their fitness, and I had had quite a few of my own transformations. And it kind of seemed like the next logical step to challenge myself and try and prove to myself like what I was really made of. So I started my prep, and um, it was a very interesting journey
0: i <laughs> know, when people say interesting i'm like tell me more because interesting <laughs> when you it competing that weren't interesting <laughs> to expand on interesting babe <laughs>
1: so it wasn't like a, a massively painful prep or anything i didn't have like heaps of fat to lose um or you know muscle to build like i think i naturally have a bit of muscle which is awesome i've naturally got a Really big bum.
0: <laughs> oh, like, Can I'm I? I'm, I'm so jealous. jealous because everyone in my off season goes, "Judge your ass." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." But as soon as I get into off um, into prep, <laughs> goes flat. So very envious. I'm very envious. Well,
1: mine didn't really go. That was really? that was my downfall. um It it takes a very aggressive deficit for me to get the fat off my glutes, and I would say. That was my reason for not placing, Um, but my prep was fine. I had just spent a lot of the year already in a deficit. So by the time I started my prep, uh, it was about four months out. I was like, okay, cool. I'm doing this dieting thing again, and I'm kind of over dieting. So I wasn't 100% with sticking to my calories every day. I was 100% with my training and everything, but I would just do things like, and I didn't even realise how much this would have put me over my calories at the time, but you're starving, you have comp prep brain. I would literally eat, like, nibbles of raw butter.
0: (laughs) I was expecting, like, cucumber or, like, celery or, like... I was not expecting butter out of all the things. that. I, I love that. Did you do that as a child? Yeah. Did you, did, have you always loved
1: No, it's not even a thing. It was just like, I guess your body's just craving like high calorie, high fat foods. Yeah. But also I had the most messed up thing happen. So I, well, not the most, I'm sure there are terrible stories, but I was having cod liver oil as a supplement and I was meant to be taking a teaspoon or two teaspoons a day and I I don't know how it happened, but I thought I was meant to be taking a tablespoon. So I was taking two tablespoons of cod liver oil a day, which ended up being something wild, like one or 200 calories over a day. Oh my and this God. was in the final like six weeks when everything has to be super tight and you're, like, 100%. I was like, cool, I would have rather have the hundreds of calories as food.
0: Yeah, true. But to be fair, like, at least if you're going to be having a lot of cod like, your lipid profile was probably pretty banging at that point, which is quite rare with you prep. So, you know, pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. So did you, like, did you- I mean I got lean. So did you cut it down? I'm guessing once you realised that, you reduced it. Yeah, I
1: just took it out. I was like, nah, this is just too stressful. Just and you got weight?
0: take it. Oh, sorry. I, yeah, so I, I was dropping... Uh, we're having a few delays, so if there is some crossover, guys, like we do apologize, and hopefully uh, my editor will be able to like smooth it out. But just wanted to kind of say that now at the beginning. Sorry, back to the con liver story. Did you, would you did you did you your weight drop once you kind of like took it out?
1: So yeah, it dropped. I got like I got super lean. I was I was very very lean, the leanest I'd ever been. I was super happy with my package, and there was like it was obviously very competitive. There was like four. No, how many girls were there? It was something ridiculous, like forty girls or even more. Something insane. And we were up there for like 40 minutes and it was just crazy. I got um top 10 call out and then didn't make the top 10 lineup in the evening, which like I was disappointed. Of course you're gonna be disappointed. You you're there to compete and to place. Um, but it was a really cool experience
0: and something to progress on the next time so you would you're going to compete again is that kind of like the plan
1: I've had a very big off season like it's been a year I mean the WBFF I was in was the Gold Coast show in October last year which is coming up and I've just taken a huge off season I've just gone into a building phase which is super exciting my first plan building phase and I'm on the fence about doing it again, but if I do, I want to do maybe Worlds next year.
0: Sounds good. Do you know where they're doing it next year? Bahamas again? Are they? Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember they did it once in like the UK. UK, and I was like, oh my god, it was so cool because obviously like everyone was over and stuff. That's so cool though. I love it. It's. I always. I'm very much. I think I'm very much to do VFF like, avid fan, um, which is kind of not heard of as much in the UK. Like, I just think the bikinis, I love the overall look. Um, When I first got into competing, like, WBFF, was the one that, like, I kind of looked at. Um, oh, who's, like, there's, obviously, there's Lauren Simpson, there's Rachel Dillon. Oh, I forgot her name. Is it Gigi? Is that her yeah, name?
1: Yeah, she came third in the, in the London
0: worlds. Yeah. She, for me, is, like, that's the goal. Like I just think she's absolutely insane. I love her. She looks so good. So so good.
1: She's beautiful worlds. So this like absolutely killed it. Worked so hard. Like, yeah, I really I actually picked her for I was like, ooh, I reckon she's got it
0: and she not this time. <laughs> she um she came from quite like a, she had like an operation last year, didn't she?
1: Yeah, yeah, she's um I think it was her back.
0: What do you have? good on her definitely good on her um so in terms of coming out of your show then um how people deal with you very differently um i've done every single time i've come out it's been different for me for different reasons um so how did you come out how how did you personally get on with like the post-show reverse diet if you did even reverse diet how did you find that post-show Sorts of experience with like the scale weight and all that sort of thing. I'm quite interested to talk about how, like, from a mindset perspective, like how you personally dealt with that and was it something that you struggled with?
1: Yeah, 100% struggled with it. So initially, I was very, I had had people around me who had competed before and they were like, make sure you've got a strategy for your post competition, your reverse diet, and I just remember being like, okay, I need a strategy. I need to know what I'm doing and um, that didn't really happen and by the time I'd finished, I was so over being and feeling restricted that I didn't eat everything but I just stopped tracking. It was like I had a few things that I was craving like Nutella donuts, that's my thing. I had a few of those and I was happy but then I just stopped tracking. So I reverse dieted for like two weeks and then I would eat meals out. Not really equate for the calories or the macros, not really focus on reverse dieting, and then I went to Dubai for like a week, and my activity levels just went down. Like I was still training, but my activity went down, and it was just a combination of like three months of me not tracking, not being consistent, not getting like I was training, but not with any progression or plan and so i gained i had a pretty not a pretty bad rebound, but I had a rebound and it's taken a toll. It took a toll on my mindset. Yeah. So I've spent really the last six months with my new coach, working through the mindset side of things and working through that relationship with food and resistance to, I don't know, I guess tracking. And that's again, a reason I've taken such a big off season. Cause I think if you have any Issues with food or restriction or anything—it's really hard to fix from a deficit, and it's really hard to fix if you've got something like a competition to step on
0: stage for. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. Um, I do. Yeah, I, I can, I do agree with that on every single front. I think if you, if there's any, like sometimes you don't think you've got any um potential. Like I wouldn't say issues, but potential. Like you're not noticing things. Um in relation to food and then when they come up i think he's done a 100 the right thing just to take time out because like this you've got to see this whole thing as a long-term investment um and not always like the short term like if you want to compete like for some of your compete hopefully competing next year but i just think it's so good of for yourself to think no i'm gonna take actual time away and i think a lot of people feel like it's not they kind of they're a bit worried to take time away, they feel like it's a, like not the dumb thing in the industry, like you've got to compete every single year. And it's like, no, you don't have to. And on top of that, you don't have to justify it to other people. That's something that I'm seeing quite a lot this year is people kind of really they want to take a year off, but they feel like it's like the what they're worried, I guess, what people are going to think of them and stuff. But I think, like, hats off to you for doing it. Like, Thank you. Hats off Lauren to you because not many people have the guts to do that. I know quite a few people that feel pressured to compete this year when actually I don't think their heart's 100% in it. And like one of my athletes, she competed in June. Actually, no, two of my athletes competed in June. Both of them are taking time off the rest of the year and they're actually my athletes. And I just said to them, I was like, there's no point forcing it. And you want to be coming back into your next show, like, your next prep, really, like, kind of feeling fresh and ready to go. You don't want to kind of be feeling, like, sluggish, which you don't know I mean not feeling, like, 100%. Um. So, yeah, I think for anyone listening to this, I think it's not a bad thing to take, like, time away. Because yeah. you, you, at the yeah. end of the day, it's all working towards that end goal and obviously beyond competing as well. So, yeah. I, I award you, not award you, but I think I really respect you for doing that. Um, I think more we'll yeah.
1: people to do that. Like you want to come in the next sh- the next show looking different. Like, what can you do in, in less than a year? You can get leaner, but you're you're not going to put on much size, and you're not going to really change the package you're bringing to stage in terms of your physique. So that's why I'm taking a big chunk of time off to actually build and come in different and and better and beat myself instead of just being like cool same package but I just work the stage a bit different in a different color bikini. I like that it's
0: like I've bought a different package, I've changed my colour. It's like no. While that makes a difference sometimes and everything else does. I know I know exactly what you mean. I know exactly what you mean. So um no, I like that. And obviously you've been very, very busy with a lot of work stuff. Um do you feel like taking time away has meant that you've been able to put a lot more into the projects that you've been working on recently?
1: hundred percent and that that was also a decision for me because when you compete, it has to be your number one priority if your goal with competing is to be competitive, like you can't miss your training session, you can't miss your daily steps you the, the stress and the pressure that's on your body also detracts massively from day-to-day tasks when you get into the, the heavy part of prep with, with your diet. So for my last competition, I stopped working for like a month or two and that's just not a luxury I can A, afford or B, want to even do. Mm. Um, so having the time off and now the food and the energy to invest into my business has been such a game changer for that. Like I'm getting so much more done. I'm way more productive and I'm just more creative and and happier. And it's my priority now. Like it's my number one.
0: I like that. I like that. So talk to me what you've been working on. So I've had this huge hype up around
1: my secret project and I'm so excited to be able to talk about it. So it's trained with SOF, and what I kind of felt like was um, missing in the industry a little bit was programs and training where where like I'm actually showing you what it's like to train. Like so many people put out there, like here's a program follow, and I'm I've done this as well. I had an eight week program. I'm like this is a great starting point, but I really want to show you guys how to effectively train, and you don't need to be a Competitor to train in this way, like we, we should all go into the gym and put a hundred percent into our workouts. And people's idea of what a hundred percent is isn't really what you see on Instagram. So I wanted it to be very real and authentic. And one of the the major components of it is mindset, which is something I've collaborated on with my sister, who's a psychologist, and wow. working on the mindset side of eating habits, training habits, nutrition um, and, and everyday life as well. So it's an app and it um, it is custom training and nutrition. It updates every four weeks based on how you're progressing. It's all about community and mindset. We've got mindfulness guided sessions in there. Every week there's new mindset lessons and we're taking you through training your mind and using that to fuel your, your training and your nutrition to get amazing results that are sustainable, because I find there's so many programs out there, it's like, here's your eight-week program, you finish that eight weeks, by You did a bunch of stuff that wasn't aligned with your lifestyle, you didn't create any long-lasting habits, and then you go back to those habits and do what I did after competition and rebound, whereas this, it's like, I'm gonna teach you how to make this your lifestyle and we're not going to make a huge lifestyle change. We're going to make this fit into your lifestyle.
0: And I think a lot of that starts, as you say, with, with the mindset. Like, I think it's how people go into it as well. If they if they go into it in the mindset of, oh, I'm just going to do this program, that's it. Then most likely, as you say, they're just going to fall back into it. I love that you're bringing in the mindset, side Because I, I generally do, do you know what was it? Oh, you know like to make a fire. Yeah, you need like, what was it, what? what's the diagram I saw it's like a triangle and you have like the fire the oxygen and something else like for example say it's like petrol or something I don't know but like I do think like training nutrition and mindset is kind of like the same sort of triangle like if one's not there then you can't like light the fire if that makes any sense at all um but yeah I think it's so important and that sounds awesome so that is already out because we planned this accordingly um so that is already out um, so do you make sure that you go check it out I'm going to put it in the description link bit wherever it is on your app because it changes every single podcast app which is really annoying for me um so no I love that that's awesome that's so good how long have you been working on it for
1: oh uh, it's been pretty much this entire year so I've been kind of back and forth with how exactly I wanted to present it and doing it as an app is just the, the best way to do it, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. People can also access it from their computers. It's like a membership portal. That's cool. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a massive journey and process and going through so much resistance to being like, who am I to be like helping people with this and that self-belief and imposter syndrome. But it's been an amazing journey for me and I'm just so excited to just get it out and then get the girls' feedback and continue to just... Basically, I want to create like a content hub where it's just content about any issue or problem or trouble or struggle the girls are having. They can come to this app and it'll be there to take care of whatever that concern is. It's, it's like having a coach before going to the level of actually doing the premium thing and having a coach. So yeah. that's the kind of gap
0: I'm trying to fill in the market. I love that. How do you push through, like, the imposter syndrome, pushing through your own limitations? Because this is something that I still struggle with, um, even with, like, this podcast and what I do. I still I still really do struggle with that at times. Um so how do you personally push through that like internal oh my god like that's the only way I can kind of describe it is like oh my god yeah, <laughs> I know well. <laughs> um, But I think the, i I think sometimes people are shocked to hear like people like yourself potentially um have those doubts and have those moments where you're like, Oh my god, like what the hell am I doing? and yeah, I guess those, those, those self-doubt, massive limitations, like how did you get through that personally?
1: Well, I wish I could say I was really good at it. <laughs> but it's the process. Like anything, I'm always striving for growth and progress. So it's not about setting standards that are perfectionist standards. Mm-hmm. It's about being better than you were last time with that same or similar problem. So... So many times I'll come up against something and, and there'll be so much self-doubt and resistance and imposter syndrome and I might put it off for a little bit. But as soon as I do one tiny thing that contributes to that, that gets the ball rolling for me. So I'm, I'm a very like break things down into lists and lists and lists so that I can action the smallest task because I find once I get the ball rolling, that's when I have the momentum and that's where I'm like okay cool like I'm actually proving to myself that I can achieve this and even if you can't like you I have people around me who I can talk to who are very motivating and that also helps um give you a bit of a, a kick up the bum
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you find that looking at other people um whether it's like outside social media inside social media do you find that is a good tool for you or do you find like you get through you start to get into that sequence of kind of like I guess com- like comparison um I think comparison can be sometimes a hindrance and what's the word brain hindrance and a blessing I think it can it can go either way um I personally find that with myself sometimes I can't like I can't look at any. I, I literally have to go kind of like a horse. You know in the horse and they have like um, the blinders and it's just like tunnel vision? I do find that and I spoke about this in a couple of episodes before this. Um, that Sometimes, I think it depends on where your mindset is that time. Like sometimes it's good to look at other people because it's inspirational but my, for myself personally sometimes I have to go blinkers. I have to go like completely tunnel vision and just focus on myself. Like do you, is that something that you can kind of relate to? Like what's of your opinions on that?
1: Yeah, I'm absolutely the same. It really depends on my headspace. Like if I'm feeling very um, unproductive or unmotivated and if I'm looking at other people who are like hustling on their business or maybe competitors doing things that I I kind of look at and I'm like, oh, my God, they're doing all these things. What the F am I doing? Like get off your phone and get this shit done. And other times when I'm like, like right now it's like, go time with train with Soph and getting it live and I'll see other things and I'm like, I literally don't even have time to invest any thought in that because I have so much on my plate right now. And I love that because I am so guilty of falling into that comparison trap as well. And not just with business, but also with image, like what I look like or how many followers I have or who has more engagement than me on social media, like that can just, head fuck you so bad and yeah. what does that actually contribute to your life other than if it does the good thing of motivating you but if not it's detracting from you and,
0: and you just need to cut that shit out <laughs> i love that that's just the quote of this. Just gonna cut that shit out <laughs> it's it very true though it is very very true i think i think yeah i think that's like one i guess one take-home point is that everyone feels it um Everyone feels it, doesn't matter who you are, like every single person feels that. Um, and I found myself this year really like having to, I guess, like keep on top of myself in that way and being like, Right, am I is this actually helping me right now? No, is this gonna help anything or anyone else? No, (laughs) um, and I think once if you have, I guess, if you work on like a degree of like self worth and you realize that like that self sabotage you're just it's not doing anything i think once you have that self-worth and you know that you don't deserve to do that to yourself if that makes sense um that's kind of where i've i guess that's where i've got to this year um especially with everything that i've been doing so um no i like that hang on i've just got this little like sheet and i'm just like highlighting look so if you're proud
1: all these times so how organized you are
0: try try <laughs> This is what I do, guys, with podcast episodes. I don't. I, it's funny when people say, oh, like, what questions are we doing? I'm like, we're not doing questions. I have a highlighter. We have topics. I highlight <laughs> them. <Thank you. laughs> <laughs> um, so one sort of, I guess, line that you said on your story, because I stalked you like a weirdo, um, was happiness takes work. I like this one. I like that statement that you said. I think it's very, very true. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you were, like, where did that come from? Where did that statement come from for you when you put it?
1: Um, it's, I've had such an interesting year for myself. It was like the start of the year had like a pretty, pretty messy, ugly breakup from um, oh, my internet connection is unstable, good timing. <laughs> <laughs> is that a sign?
0: <laughs> I love that. It seems alright though. It seems okay on my side. But that is just that I love that. No. <laughs> okay. Well, where were we? Um take two. Take two. <laughs> yeah, so I
1: was in like a um a pretty is it actually working? Because yeah, frozen no, no, it's frozen
0: off. Okay.
1: Alright, cool. I'm gonna keep going. So yeah, I was in like a pretty uh shit relationship and I had toxic friendships and it was without me realizing draining my life quite a bit and I've, I've always been the kind of person that's like if you're unhappy with something in your life it's not up to someone else to change that you have total control over your decisions and, and your actions so make moves so I did so I ended the relationship and I moved out I got my own apartment here in Sydney And, you know, made a lot of sacrifices. That ain't cheap. (laughs) I made a lot of sacrifices to get myself to a place where I could work on myself, my growth. And it's literally taken the last six months of so many failures, ups, downs, conversations with people who are so close to me now, who I I trust wholeheartedly with, um, you know, my... (laughs) my heart and it has taken so much work and self-awareness and self-discovery to get to a point where I am just so happy with what I have everything that I have and everything that I'm working towards is just extra and is just amazing and I'm not like this every day like some days I've got really bad anxiety and I'm really stressed about work and I feel like I'm gonna fail and mess up everything and I had a bad training session. I ate off my plan and and nothing's working out. But I've worked so hard to be able to bring my awareness back and work through those things and see, get get through them faster. I still have those moments, but I get over them faster. Mm. And so I just feel happiness is something that we all want and that we all want to be and we're all capable of it, but we have to work for it. You have to go through the processes and, like, I'm turning thirty this year, and it's taken me that long. And there's still yeah, going maybe. to be,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mate, whatever you're like doing, holler. Well, you're also doing your plan, so that works. On it. You've a group for thirty.
1: Jesus, thanks. Probably the botox. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: God, you give me you give me hope that my wrinkles are not going really to keep going. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's happiness for me. So, with your you spoke there about relationships and toxic friends, was there was it something that was like brewing for ages? You kind of knew about it, was putting it off, like in terms of like, like pain and pleasure, in terms of like going through that pain, or was it something that you kind of? As soon as you realise, you're like, fuck. Okay, I like, I need to get rid of this shit, like, automatically. Like, what was that process for you with your relationship? And obviously, you don't have to go to like massive detail, but like, with your relationship and with your friends. Because um, I have like a mixture. I've had moments where like, I've known about it for ages, and I've, it's just kind of been like that annoying fly that I've just not managed. I've just not really gone to like snap in the bud. And then there's been sometimes I'm like, right, no, fuck this, and I've just gone like gone. Um, so, like, what sort of process, like, what was the, I guess, what was the process for you at the beginning of this year?
1: Um. It wasn't, it was something that sadly became apparent from a situation. So, I guess true colours were shown based on the situation with my breakup. Hmm. And um, because it was messy, you know, there was, there were some dodgy things that went on. Yeah. So, there was broken trust from a friendship perspective and a relationship perspective, but the relationship sucked and I should have ended up sooner. <laughs> so that was one where I was kind of like, no, like, you know, you've got to work at these things and these things take work. And now I'm very like, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And it takes two people to make things work. And if you're trying this hard and basically crying yourself to sleep every night, that is not working, honey. <laughs> so yeah, it wasn't something that I was totally aware of, but I think having gone through that, I'm very perceptive of people and energy now. So if I sense anything, I'm like, cool. I'm um, no hard feelings, but I'm just not going to invest my time here because I have a
0: feeling, and I'm really good at listening to my gut now. Yeah. Do you think that's – It says like listen to your gut. I think some people struggle to do that. Mm. Um, do you, why do you think that is? Why do you think some people find it difficult to listen to their gut?
1: Because we've also got our heart and our head. And how do you know, like, I feel like there is always, there's always a feeling, like that feeling that everyone talks about and you're like, your gut always knows. And it's so much easier to know what your gut feeling was in hindsight. But when you're in in the midst of something, it takes a deep level of self-awareness and also some very, honest friends and and people in your inner circle that can reflect for you and kind of put the questions back onto you and get you to ask yourself the the hard questions but I'm like I do struggle to listen to my gut as well because I often act with my heart and it's just being aware of that and I wish there were a simple answer for that one.
0: <laughs> Damn it. I hope I was gonna get it in this episode, but it's fine. I'll keep, <laughs> I'll keep certain. <laughs> so your setup right now there's your plans, I guess, from now and I can't believe we're in September. Can I just put it out of there? Oh, where's
1: this year gone?
0: Like what? <laughs> is is it the same in Australia? Is it as soon as September hits? It's like Christmas everywhere.
1: No, it's not as hectic as over there. It's um Actually, it might be. I haven't been to the shops in a while. <laughs> okay, tell
0: me <laughs> because as soon as September hits over here, so it's like Christmas. Christmas is here. It's like here for like twelve weeks. It's just not yeah. going. No, <laughs> well, um, is. I need to go and do a food shop. So <laughs> maybe I'll report back. <laughs> report back with findings. Um, so I guess, what are your like? What are your plans from now into December? And were these the same plans that you thought you were going to have? when you started this year? I love this question so
1: much. So I've got huge, I've got grand plans and I'm going to say them out loud because then that will hold me accountable. So as of today, so I work, um, I work for myself obviously and I work from home or cafes, but my best friends, Matilda, who you had on the podcast a few eps ago and her partner, Don, the owners of Stacks, which is an activewear company, which I'm also an athlete for. Um, they just got a warehouse and an office. So I work out of the office with them. And literally today we decided that we are going to start a
0: podcast. Yes, please do it. Was it Bougie Friday?
1: Bougie Friday podcast because we've got this like tradition in the office where every Friday, you know, people do casual Friday. We do Bougie Friday and we've got companies sending us donuts, cookies.
0: Like we celebrate on a Friday. We go hard. love it please do it i just think it's it's just it's just the title bougie friday just sounds legendary (laughs) so extra
1: (laughs) that's that's us though (laughs) um so there's the podcast i want to be doing i want to have some an event like where i've got a lot of my girls that are on the app and doing my programs come together and we meet and do some kind of something different you know I'm not I'm not a booty band workout kind of gal I'm a like get in the gym and lift some heavy weights kind of gal so it's gonna be more of like a workshop going through technique and technical skills with a lot of take-homes
0: is this we obviously the
1: launch of the app and uh, and I'm hoping to by the end of the year <laughs>
0: It was so funny. <laughs> we're talking like bits. It was like really kind of like I put an edit on you. I was like, I love this. <laughs> I told oh, you guys I'm extra. <laughs> you are sorry. I told you I'm extra. <laughs> I honestly can't wait to hear that bit back. It's just gonna be so funny. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, but yeah i feel like i want to do like a bougie friday i decided i don't know i won't try something different you never know but i do i do think something like that would just go down so well um because my uh husband has a podcast called carbs cast with one of his like clients and really close friends and they just talk about like the most random shit ever and even from like they literally don't plan that. They're like, you're right, mate? They're like, Yeah, you. And they just talk about like what they ate that week. Um, and like, yeah, it's it's gone down like amazing. So I kid you not, people love that stuff. People love that stuff. They love I the education. They love like just hearing about like what you ate that day and just yeah. all that random stuff. So no. Like, <laughs> I think you should do it. So what other, apart from that, what other goals have you got? And were they different to the beginning of this year?
1: Yeah, so obviously I've got the launch of the app and I'm wanting to launch a couple of other things um, like PDF style things as well. I also want to do an event um, and not like your come and do a booty band workout because that's not my style, more of like a come to the gym and learn some technical skills and how to squat properly and deadlift properly kind of workshop. Um, And I'm hoping to get get myself some sort of holiday somewhere potentially before the year's out
0: <laughs> it's one thing when you're self-employed isn't it you, you kind of try and plan the, the ideal time to have a holiday but there's never an ideal time to take a holiday is there
1: it won't be a holiday it'll be I'm working from a really beautiful tropical destination and I have no issues with that <laughs>
0: That's all good. That's all good. Where we like, what sort of places do you like? Do you do you guys like stay in Australia? Do you like go outside? I don't know if it's like that thing in America. Like America's so nice. Some people don't even leave. Um, like, it, what what are your plans holiday wise?
1: Well, I think you'll find Australians are everywhere. Like, I actually lived in the UK for a year, and I met more Australians than. Europeans or people from the UK like I was like wow this is like really Australians everywhere um but I'm thinking it would be somewhere I love I love warm and cold but I'm thinking it could be like a Bali Thailand just somewhere close close to home and tropical and warm that kind of vibe. Where in the UK was you? I was in Oxford. Oxford? No way. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's why near where I live.
1: Oh really? Well I was there like fresh out of school a little 18 year old looking after 50 boarding school kids as a matron and I was basically a mum and I was like I don't even know how to be a mum to myself like how am I doing this? It's just so (laughs) random. That's
0: so cool though. You said for a year you said?
1: Yeah for a year and just traveled Europe. I have such a random background like my background isn't Fitness. My background is I have a degree in architecture and marketing, and I've only just kind of pivoted in the last couple of years. This,
0: this is how I do think, though. Like it's so cool. The more people these days that start doing X and they just go complete 180, and they end up doing something very different. I do think there's been a massive shift recently. Like I don't know, five five plus years ago, you did something at university or at school or whatever and like you stay with it whereas it's so cool to hear people just go yeah like i studied this but i've now just like completely changed like my husband was um a full-time um guitar player and then he was like no nah, i'm just gonna go into fitness and he just completely decided to switch it i love that architecture's hard man when i was at uni i know like though you guys work hard that's all i gotta say like long hours
1: yeah, it was ridiculous. It was my life. And I was like, no, I've got to finish this because I've started. Like, I gave it a really good crack and I, I worked in the industry for a bit and I was just like, there is something more for me out there. Like, I am not passionate about this. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find it and I have. So, <laughs> yay. So, would you into fitness when you were younger? No, no, no. Like, I would um, I play sport, school sport and netball Um, I didn't even know that fitness was a thing that people elected to do outside of school sport. (laughs) So it was an interesting discovery for me that in order to get, you know, look a certain way, you had to live and and do certain things. I had no idea.
0: Yeah. Isn't it funny how things can change?
1: Because
0: I I wasn't very sporty at all. No. I was, no, like, I was, the degree of sportiness I got to, I like, I always say to people, like I played like county a basketball and everyone's like, oh, that's really cool. I was like, the only reason I was on that team was because I was five foot 10 and I was like tall, so I was like stupidly tall. So whenever someone like would try and do like a big throw, I just stand there with my hands up and then just pass it. That's literally the only reason I got on that team. Nothing else. I had no other skill apart from literally putting my hands up, catching the ball and throwing it to person who could shoot. That was literally me. That was like the degree of me being sporty when I was like a teenager. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm into fitness. There you go. There you go. Right. So, um, I think we've covered so many different topics. Um, I'm very, very excited to get on this app. I can't wait because I think it's so nice to get like the mixture of mindset. I just think it's it's people see it as like the cherry on the top, but I do think it's like it's the sponge of the cake. That's I always go into cakes when I do analogies, but um what makes well, so let's finish as you obviously you've listened to my podcast, so you know how this goes. What makes you not just a bikini girl safe?
1: All right, so <laughs> you've already requested that you want to hear my party trick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I think it may. I think no one's going to expect it. I think it's going to be hilarious. So yeah, this, um, this is literally why I don't get invited to parties because you're you're going to like end the phone call and be like, "Okay, bye." I'm actually not going to put this podcast live. <laughs> so what makes you not just the bikini girls though? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> guys that was actually me like that wasn't something i pre-recorded on youtube that was my dolphin noise (laughs) but
0: i didn't quite catch that (laughs) how did you find out you could do that
1: Okay, when my sister and I were young, we had this Barbie dolphin toy and it made that noise. And I'm just really good at impersonations. So I picked it up really quickly and now it dies with me. <laughs> I love it. Can you do any of the animals? Oh, look, dolphin's my best. There's not really anything else. See, I'm like, I'm great at impersonations, just the dolphin. This is that. <laughs>
0: That is my trademark, guys. Like, don't try. <laughs> well, I love it. And you're more than welcome to join any party with that seal because you'd make a bloody good in- entrance on it. So <laughs> <laughs> And wasn't pouring on the cardio machine so i like, What was this? What have I just listened to? I love it. Love it. Your face. I wish this sometimes I wish I could record these because your face is just like, oh my god.
1: I'm just hiding. I'm so sorry to people in their eardrums. You weren't expecting that, but you know,
0: wake you up maybe. <laughs> well, that's a perfect way to end this podcast. Um, thank you so much for coming oh, on, babe. Super super busy. Um, so now I've had an absolute ball recording this. <laughs> yeah, but it
1: did that slow down thing. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yes! Sorry guys, what a way to finish this with this with no. this whole episode. So if you've got this far, thank you so so much for listening. Make sure you do go, hit that subscribe button um, and leave a review if you have enjoyed it. I'm gonna leave all Sophie's Instagram, social media, app links below. And um yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. Have a wicked, wicked week. And if you need a new ringtone, make sure You record Sophie being a seal. So that will wake you up in the morning. (laughs) Catch you guys soon.